This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. So let's carry on. So the next, um, the next piece here is the following. And this is more, perhaps more detailed, but it will build on the sugya that we've learned already. So that's why it kind of follows next. Um, let's now fi- imagine the situation is as follows. You're in your milchama. You're in your war. And you are, you are, you know, you are the Israelis. You have captured Hamas terrorists. There are some members of the Nukhba um, commando unit. And you've got them, you're interrogating them. And obviously, one of the things you want to do when you're interrogating them is to procure information. You want to know where the tunnels are. You want to know perhaps where the hostages are. Well, they can move them around. You want to know where the tunnels are. You want to know where the assets are. You want to know as much information as possible. Um, the question is, um, are you allowed, is it halakhically and ethically permissible to torture them in order to get information out of them. Now, this is complicated for a number of different reasons, okay? Um, question number one, which, you know, if you go down this path, then we can just go home now. If torture doesn't work, okay, as a means and method of interrogation, then this whole topic doesn't start, okay? And there are many that hold that it doesn't work. It's just that it's not a successful way of getting information out of people. Okay, and that's potentially why torture is illegal in a number of countries. Um, you know, various different methods of torture. You've got uh, waterboarding is a classic. Um, sleep deprivation is another a major, major um, method of torture. Um, the, reason, the reason why I'm saying that is, for, for example, let's, let's go with a, a relatively benign method of torture, which is sleep, sleep deprivation. Okay? Um, and you just keep the guy awake. For as long as possible. Just you know, every time they fall asleep, you're, you know, you don't, you do not let them sleep. Um, eventually, research has shown that eventually, you can because people are so exhausted, they'll either just try and say whatever the um, they, their interrogator wants them to say. Eventually, if you break them down enough, they'll just say whatever they want. They think their interrogator wants them to say, just to be able to have a shot. And therefore, you're not getting true information, or because the person is so worn down it's even possible for the interrogator to plant false memories in. And therefore, it's not simple at all that even leaving aside the morals and the ethics for a second, that that torture is actually a viable method of extracting information. Okay? But, so if you hold it's not, then it's just cruelty and it's vicious. You've got someone who's no longer a threat because they're in prison. You can hopefully leave them in prison for a very long time, forever, or do whatever you, you know. but, But to torture them for no reason... There already, there's no, uh, it would not seem that there's major justification, that there's any real justification for it. And potentially, it can actually be counterproductive because, um, because you know, you get false information anyway. Let's assume, though, right, and, and again, it's, it's complicated in different countries. You know, the Americans after 9 11, you know, did torture not on American soil in Guantanamo Bay. In Cuba, you know, kind of keep it at keep it at arm's length, for example. Yeah, very little. In um, yeah, they very little value. In Israel, um, in general, torture is illegal. Um, there's different types of torture. You know, they're making these uh, these Hamas terrorists now. They're just playing the hatikva to them, like you know, around the clock. Yeah, yeah. You know, good. Um, but you know, and other things as well. Um, baby songs. They're doing different things to drive them a bit crazy, but. But um, where in, in, as far as Israeli law is concerned, in English law, I believe torture is also illegal, and um, in many other civilized countries. In Israel, the time when it's permitted is where you've got what's called a ticking time bomb. Okay, and that's the scenario that I want to explore. Ticking time bomb is like this. We know 
that there is a bomb somewhere in a civilian area. We have no idea where it is. We capture someone, and that person might not have placed the bomb, but they know where the bomb is. They know. And when it's going to go off. And potentially when it's going to go off as well. Now, so the person in custody knows where the bomb is, but he's not divulging the information. He's not telling. I'm not telling you where it is. Now, in halacha, would we be allowed to torture this individual who we have in custody? He can sit in prison for a long time because he's part of a terrorist organization. But right now, there's a bomb that's going to go off. He knows where it is. He's not saying. Can we? Can we waterboard him? Can we? Can we do any kind of torture to extract that information from him? Yeah. Okay. Henry says, "Yeah, absolutely." Right, let's see. Let's see. Okay. All right. Now. Now we, we said, just to review what we said about Roidef, because that's where it kind of builds on the, uh, the sugya of Roidef. Remember, the Gemara said, the Gemara said, in ordinary situations, um, you've got Reuven coming after Shimon. I'm allowed to, the bystander, Levi, is allowed to kill Reuven to save Shimon. In fact, that's one of the, um, okay? Um, that, is the, and that is the exception to the rule of what we call Maichazis, <coughs> that you can't kill to save a life. In general, you cannot kill to save another life. The only exception, when am I allowed to kill to save a life, to save a life, when the person you're killing is the one pursuing a victim, then I'm allowed to kill to save a life. Otherwise, I am not allowed to do so. Okay? Um, and remember, there are two reasons why that would be the case. Remember, that was that yesterday's discussion. Yesterday's discussion. Um, why would that be the case? Either to prevent the victim from being killed, or to prevent the aggressor from doing the action of becoming a murderer. Okay? Two different things. Now, we said there are differences. We're going just to, to drill into some of the differences for a second. There are differences between whether you say the um, neutralizing the roidef is to save the victim, or whether you want to save the roidef from becoming a murderer. Okay? There are differences. Some of them are somewhat academic, but it's important to build up a picture. Um, what would be the halacha? What would be the halacha? If... Um, a roidef is um, is running to let's say Reuven is running after Shimon um, to kill him, and in doing so causes some damage. Right, he uh, I don't know he's running through the house to kill Shimon. He trips over someone's Ming vase. Right, smashes the Ming vase whilst he's in hot pursuit. It's some kind of domestic crime or whatever. Right, he crashes in some ring vase worth a million quid. Is the roidef, this is Gamora deals with it, is the roidef chayev to pay? Is he obligated to pay for the ming vase that he smashed while he was pursuing Shimon? Your thoughts, gentlemen? Assuming, assuming the error of the vase was not insured. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I would no. say yes, undoubtedly. Well, what? They're saying you only don't like pulling your, your potter for no, the... No, that's... Right, Purim. Well, because you're more performing a mitzvah. Oh, very good. So one second. No, but if I get this, what's the, no, there's no mitzvah here. There's no mitzvah. No, no, not the, not the, not the person that's oh, yeah, saving. Not, uh, the roidef, the one that's running right, after. Reuben's running after Shimon to kill him, and in doing so, he knocks a ming vase out. Though, I'm going to get you, you yeah, and he, he, he gets the he knocks the Ming vase out of the way. You can imagine it's a version of film, right? And then just and the thing smashes into a million pieces. Right? It's got a negligence. It's absolute. Uh, uh, I, 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 I missed that. Well, I missed it, Mr. Cohen. Mr. Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you forgotten the rule 
Of Komle Bedurabamine. Komle, that's a crime. Right? So forget the rule of Komle Bedurabamine. Komle Bedurabamine means if you have a person who is Chayev for two, he's done two things, he's done two Averas, you only are liable for the bigger one, not the smaller one. For example, I burned down your haystack on Yom Kippur. Right? As it burns down someone's haystack on Yom Kippur because the Chayav Misa for lighting the fire, they're part of from the monetary damages. That's a rule in general, commonly with Rabbi Nimi. Hold on, hold on, hold, hold your horses. One minute. Okay, okay. So this again, this is a Gemara. Have a look. This is, I think, number five. We can skip straight to it. Um, so this, this will be a difference. Would we apply the rule of Kamle Bidirabamine? Um, oh, this is a Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Amar Rava, Roy Def, Shaya Roy Def, Achachavei Sanhedrin, the Fayin Dalad. Oh, Pesua, who was running after. It's amazing, the Gemara calls him his friend, even though he's trying to kill him. It says something about Jews, right? Even though Reuben's running after Shimon to kill him, he's still called his friend. Reuben Shaya, Reuben Shaya, Roy Def, Achachavei and Reuben's running after Shimon to kill him, and while he's pursuing him, he breaks the vase. Whether it belongs to Shimon's Ming vase, whether it's Joe Bloggs's um, his, um, Ming vase, Potter, he is not liable to pay my time because he's Chai of Misa. A Roy death is Chai of Misa, he's going to be killed. Right, because the act, remember, the, the act of running after someone means you're going to be killed. You're, going, you're liable to be killed. So, on that basis, on that, on that, mm-hmm. you're, only, you're only liable for one mm-hmm. error. If a thief breaks into a house and he steals a Rolex watch and a, 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 a watch of, of lesser importance, he could only be charged with theft of the Rolex? No, well, that's a separate, separate not, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. It's a more complicated. We'll have to learn the sugi of Kamle Bidurabamine um, in depth to see if that would be the case. But the, um, the case here is where, where I'm, I'm, he's even running after Shimon. Right now, can Levi kill Shimon? Can Levi kill Reuven, sorry? Reuven's running after Shimon to kill him and the onlooker is there with the yeah, sniper's rifle. Can he kill him? Of course. Yeah, yes, he can. Right, he can kill him because he's a roider. And therefore he's Chayav Misa. Once he's Chayav Misa, Oh, and he okay. broke yeah, and in my defence, I was not here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's high of me, sir. That's a defence. <laughs> the um, the um, <laughs> negligence. <laughs> the um, the um, the what's it called? Now, once he's run, Riven's running after Shimon to kill him. He's high of me, so Once he's high of me, so in the of the Nafshai, then the fact that he happened to cause monetary yeah. damage means yeah, no, it's yeah. not irrelevant. Yeah. But it means he's, he's, the guy's going to get executed. Yeah. כן,那我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我
the um, if the my right permission right. to kill the right if is just to say is to save the life of the nirgaf the one being pursued, then that would not apply. Then he should not be. Then he should be chayv. But yeah. if the rodef has been killed, yeah. might have been shot. But surely the owner of the ming vast would then surely he would have a claim against on the estate. He wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. If you want to say according to this guy, he would have no claim on the estate, and he'd say no. Kamle bedrabamine. I was obligated in two things, and since I was since he dad was of misa, right? Therefore, he, we can keep. We, we don't have to pay you. Okay, that would depend on what the reason is for 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 killing the um, for killing the roidaf. Is it to save him from doing the avera? Right. In which case, yes. If you'd say it was to save the nirdaf, then not. Okay. Now, so in the, sorry, so in the second case, you would be liable. It's also the other. Yeah. If you're saying the reason is to save yeah. the nirdaf, right? The um, then it would not. Then he would be chad. Yes. Even if the roidaf is not killed, is he a gavra katola, and therefore? At the, the time. At the time, yes. And then you actually don't end up killing the rose. That might be true, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't matter. But only if you say the reason is to save him from doing the other If the reason is to save him, then not. Okay, now there's another reason as well. Here's another a bit more gory, gory one. Um, there's a run. This is a run in number six. A run in Sanhedrin. Um, we're talking the case of Baba Machteras. Baba Machteres is a case of someone, this is, I mean, you're talking about things that are being, you know, examples of the Torah that are, that are relevant. Um, Baba Machteres is um, someone that's tunneling into a house. You know, about someone that's tunneling into a house. Tunneling into a house, you know, unfortunately, the, uh, the, uh, the Hamas tunnels or something, which is, uh, well, Hezbollah's tunnels are, um, are, you know, obviously they are the, the primary threat. Yeah, Baba Machteres, someone's tunneling into a house. And the Torah says, if someone is Baba Machteres, someone's tunneling into your house, you have permission to kill them. Of course, there are details there it's that the will make all the difference. It's a possum. It's In the Machteres. The Pashtun oh, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, right? Yeah. So, again, so it's a, it's a straight, that's a straight out Pasuk in the Torah. That if someone's tunneling into your house, again, given all the right conditions and everything else, which is beyond this, right? You're allowed, if a person is a legit. Um, Baba Machteres, you would be allowed to protect your property and life because the assumption is that a person that is tunneling into someone's house to perform a crime will kill or be killed. And the assumption is that a burglar that's coming in such a way is willing to kill the people in the house. And therefore, you're allowed to defend your property at the expense of this guy's life because there's an assumption, min hataira, that someone that's tunneling in is going gonna, is gonna to come and kill. Okay? Um, the question is, how do you kill as you say, you've got a person, you suddenly hear a, a scratching on the floorboards, and it's a, you know, suddenly someone pops up, um, and you have a real bona fide Baba Machteris in your house. So you go over to your armory, okay, and you've got a whole range of weapons to, um, to deal with this Baba Machteris. The question is, how are you meant to kill him? You've got options. Let's say, you, in the theoretical case, you have options. How are you meant to kill him? So the Ran in um, Maseches Sanhedrin says like this, that really... The ideal way of killing this Baba Machteres, if you can, is with a sword. Why with a sword? Because the halacha is someone that murders is chay of misa. And how do you do that? How do you execute someone, a murderer, in halacha? With a sword. Cherev, Eric, however you call it. And therefore, since the way to execute a murderer is with, is, is with a sword, so to the Baba Machteres... Is Chayef Sayef, okay, if possible, okay, which means, okay, and this is important to understand this as well, why am I telling you this? This means that killing the Roidef 
is a function of pursuing him is because he's chay of misa. Okay, because he's a, he's essentially he's 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 um he's pursuing he's doing an avera. Okay, so to stop him from doing the avera, um, you kill him. The um, you kill him with you kill him with a sword because he's chay of misa. If it would just be to save the victim, then there wouldn't be this preference for doing it in the manner of execution with a scythe, with a sword. Okay, so these are just academic differences. But difference is nonetheless. Okay, if you have a look at it, it says the Ran, Habab Machteris Nidal Shim Sofa, right? The Abab Machteris, you kill him before he's done the action because of what he's gonna do. Ari the Tanavin Sarah Nidal Shim Sofa Tan Abab Machteris and Jazz. Uh one second. Nidum Kihil Khasa Basayev Bastam Misa Aladim any Yachala Misa Basayev Yachala Misa Ba is a Misashir. So meaning essentially what happens here, the idea of Baba Machteris Nidanal Shim Sofa, someone's tunneling into your house. And you know that it's kill or it's a case of kill or be killed. It's now we treat it as if he has killed, and therefore we kill him in the way that he would have been executed had he been tried in court with a sayef, if possible. Which means that the pur- the purpose of this is the first one to stop him doing the avera. It's not just to save the um, the nirdaf. Okay. Another example of it, by the way, the Gemara discusses is: Do you have to? You know, normally a person does an avera. Um, I don't know, a person is going to light a fire on Shabbos. Chayav Misa. Okay, they're going to strike a match, light a fire on Shabbos. So what's that? In order to execute such a person, you have to have warned them first. And any time the based in it ever, and it's very important, any time the based in would ever carry out a punishment, they have to warn the person. The person has to say, I still don't care. And within a couple of seconds, do the Avera. Right, where they're still conscious of the fact they're not allowed to do it, they're going to be chay of misa. They say, "Afal pichem, I couldn't give them monkeys." Right, I'm, I'm lighting that fire. I'm starting the engine. I just don't care. And you have two witnesses that warn them, "Mate, it's Shabbos. Right, on Shabbos, you're not allowed to do this. And if you do this, you'll be chay of misa." He says, "Afal pichem, I couldn't care less." Starts the car and off he goes. Right, in such a situation, you'll be chay of misa. Right, that's, that's straight out basics in halacha. And therefore, it would be very rare to ever execute someone in halacha because for all of those conditions to happen would, yeah, understandably, yeah, understandably be very, very rare. Now, but one second. Right, if Reuben's running after Shimon to kill him, does Levi have to issue a warning? Does the bystander have to issue a warning to the right deaf? Or no? Or can he just say, shoot? Reuben's running after Shimon. Does he, can, he, can he just take, can, can the sniper's bullet take him down or does he have to warn him first? Okay? So Gemara discusses it. Okay? It's a Gemara in Sanhedrin. Number seven, we'll finish with this. Gemara in Sanhedrin. I was armor of the cotton, how roidif nitinatsila benafsha. The sava roidif ain't sarachasra. Leishnagad, leishnagadan. So the Gemara says like this a child. A child, that's you've got, you know, unfortunately, one of these uh, Hamas children are being taught to fight and fire, you know, child sized suicide belts, training kids to fire AK 47s. You've got a kid who is a kid, kid comes into a school in America and shoots the teacher, right? So, in such a situation, right, so you've got like a child who is, a, who is below the age of competence, it's about to fire a gun at their teacher because, you know, the teacher marked their test wrong or something, right? But they don't like the teacher. Um, so in such a situation, it says Amar Avuna Katan Haroidev Nitelatzel If you've got, if the police are outside, they can kill the child to save the teacher's life. Which must mean, says the Gemara, that Roidev does not need Hasra, does not need a warning, because a child is not mentally competent. <coughs> a child is not mentally competent. You cannot warn the child; they don't understand. 
but nonetheless you can kill the, um, if a child literally has got his finger on the trigger or whatever, and there's no other way of taking him down, with all the dinim of Rodef, of course, if you can prevent that, then of course you must. But you don't need to warn. You don't need to warn, says the Gemara. Um, and obviously, again, the question itself only starts if, um, if the idea is to neutralize him to prevent the Avera. Okay? Because if it's to save the victim, well, why would you need warning for that? Why would I need to warn someone in order to save a victim? The whole question in the Gomorrah doesn't start. Okay, and therefore that would be another indication that um, the permission to kill a Roydef is as a result of that we want to stop him from committing the act of murder rather than um, rather than um, saving the victim. Okay, we'll stop there to be continued. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.